0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our listeners joining us today. I'm Will Heisenberg, and this is Sometimes Baseball. We are kicking off a new episode series that I hope to do every week, in addition to our original and uh, usual podcast episodes. This is kind of going to get back to like the roots of Sometimes Baseball a bit by having someone different every week come in and just talk about their feelings around the game. But since we've already done that with our guests this week, we're going to get His feelings on the game right now as a college athlete. That's right, we are bringing back Pat Gallus from Guilford College, and he is a pitcher there. He joined the show back in May and gave his experience with the spring sports shutdown and how his team, the Guilford College Quakers, found out in the middle of a game that the season was canceled. So we wanted to bring him back because the school year started. So, Pat, what's different about the season? Are you able to practice, lift weights, have in person classes, even? Like how's it being handled there?
1: Appreciate being back on. Well, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a zoo right now. We have not practiced so and it's looking like we're not gonna get it to any time in the future. So we had we had a meeting yesterday with the school because the softball team has been they've been having practices and baseball at least thought about, you know, what if we went to an outside facility and train there? But like what, what are we gonna do with with practices and there's literally arguments amongst teams of like who's going to decide what. I just feel like no one really, no one really has true faith in what's going on. Like, you know, the coaches don't know what to say because they're on furlough. And so if they're on furlough, they don't care because they're not getting paid and they need to worry about other things than coaching college baseball. Like, they need to worry about providing for a family in pandemic without a stable job now that they're on furlough. I just feel like that, as far as the school and the NCAA, like I would just really appreciate it if we could get like a unified message on what you know what the plan is because I haven't heard a word from the school other than we're just postponing sports until further notice. Like there isn't a clear process of like how we're going to escape this. Like, yeah, the NCAA has really you know. Other than telling us what major sports seasons are canceled, like the NCAA, really hasn't. They haven't given us a, a process to get back. I mean, yeah, they said wear your mask and like stay clean and do all these things, but mm-hmm. I know from firsthand there are some there are some athletes who like. It's not even that they can't do that. It's just like they can't afford that. Like,
0: yeah, that's a sending big these problem. These
1: kids help in a pandemic. I just think is wrong. Like, spe- like forget the student athlete part just what's going on in the world today like just growing as people like you know at home where we're not we're not learning we're not engaging we're not participating in society like we're not developing as people and like there are so many other things that are going on in the world right now like we had the tragic shootings that just happened the other day we've got the we've got the pandemic like we we as a country need to do something and I feel like it, it puts it all in perspective because everything works with each other. So like, you know, I'm upset about, you know, not having clarity in my college baseball season while some people are worried about like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I should go outside today because if I get sick and I come back to our eight-year-old grandmother who's living with us and I get her sick she may not get out of it as easy as I did. Or there are some people who worry about, you know, if I step outside of my house today, you know, I may have to worry about ping shot. So I just, I, as, as far as everything, honestly, in the world today, like I'm I'm so ex- ecstatic to be back at school. I mean, I know you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But but we we it's just not as college baseball as a whole, just not as the world as a whole, like we need to change something or we're just we're going to get run over. Like this is our evolution chain. This is where we need to adapt. Like if we want to bring it back to the baseball world, like the NCAA needs to change something because they've now missed They've now missed March Madness, which is a huge money maker for them. They're I think they're going to miss college football. That's a huge money maker for them. And all the other smaller sports, like, you know, baseball is – baseball can profit off of itself at, like, the higher level. But college baseball doesn't get n- near as much love as college basketball or football, so they're not – they're not pulling the same money that those programs are. So, like, if you're going to tell me that – since March we haven't had organized practice like what do you what do you want our product to be I just wish there was like I just wish like we weren't we weren't necessarily in the dark because I feel like and I'm not I don't think I'm the only one who thinks this I feel like just as like a person in all aspects of my life like there's a lot of uncertainty and I just feel like I feel like people need to start doing a better job of
0: just being transparent and honest with you. Yeah. So you touched on a lot there <laughs> and wow. you touched on a lot as a college student and your perspective on all of this. Um, so thank you for that. And so I wanted to, yeah, just <laughs> ask some follow-up questions just to get more out of you. from your perspective as a college baseball athlete and seeing how they aren't providing any information to you whatsoever, Do you feel like you are being neglected as a college baseball athlete? Do you feel like they are more worried about what happens with football and basketball than what happens with baseball or softball?
1: I'd say not at Guilford because we're not, you know, even basketball and football, we're not, we're not drawing those TV number deals. We're not drawing 10,000 fans a night, but you know, college sports is a business, and, like, there's – I get it. It's a business, and, like, we're here to make the school money in some aspects. Maybe not us to the degree, but at the top tier of college sports, that's what, you know, the NCAA is. It's so they can yeah. profit off student-athletes. But with all with all the things that I feel like are going on right now, like – it's not that I don't feel represented as a college baseball player, it's that I feel like student-athletes as a whole, like, just aren't being represented right now. Like, whether it's not getting the practice time or not being able to be with your team or, you know, even, I mean, even what's going on in the country today, like, the NCAA really hasn't done that great of a job voicing itself when these issues happen, like, the shooting the other day, like, you know you see it all around you see it all around professional sports like the NBA's boycotting like the Lakers and Clippers wanted to drop out of the playoffs the Brewers just postponed last night but like with the NCAA like you don't see these kind of things because a we're student athletes and if we tried to express our views like professional athletes did most people would be just thrown off the team because it's not that's not what college athletics is about it's not about expressing yourself it's about just being cog in the system sometimes and when you're constantly that cog in the system and you know you're putting in your work it would like to it, it would at least like to be rewarded with like clearness from the NCAA just transparency being able to talk with them being able to feel like we have a plan and we're not just shooting bullets in the dark That's what I want, but I'm also not, at the same time, overtly upset with that because I know there's a lot of things right now that we need to fix before college baseball.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Sean Doolittle said back in July, (laughs) sports are kind of like the reward for a functioning society, and that seems to be very prevalent today. And so, from your perspective now, you go to school in North Carolina you are a d3 school with the name with the mascot named quakers do you feel like there is still inherent racism where you're at or i don't know like how is it like what's the makeup of your team is it just young white guys
1: (laughs) no no we're actually um uh i wouldn't say we're we're a fairly diverse team but like we're not just a bunch of white hicks from the South. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not what Guilford is. Especially, that's not what Greensboro is, where Guilford's located. Like, Guilford itself is a lovely school who doesn't, like, they, they just wouldn't tolerate any of those views. So, like, us being in the city, like, especially a more liberal-leaning city, like, these, these ideas of inclusion and, like, progressiveness, like, they're open. Like, there's... There's no, there's no culture problems here with like racial issues. Now, again, okay, more college campus or like separate, really, from the most of society. So I'm not really seeing maybe what's going on so much in the community around Greensboro, but at Guilford, like, no, there's there's no problems whatsoever because we all we all understand that if there's if someone if one of us out of the 47 has a problem, then we all have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like we we can't we can't stand for something if one of us isn't standing. So if any if any of that ever happened, like that would be unacceptable. Like we would we would handle as a unit. We would if it happened with another team, we would handle as a unit, but that we 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 would never allow that. We get the the small selling school bias, but no, definitely no problems here. I've had wonderful times here.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really the beauty of what sports, as a whole, team sports can offer is offer pe- a young people is the opportunity to see people as just people. You know, like we played baseball together. There were African American African Americans on that team. I never saw them as anything other than just a baseball player. Yeah, because that's what team sports do. It's they make you value the talent of that person. It doesn't matter what they look like, how hard can they throw, Can they not make errors? Can they make every play that's hit to them? Can they hit the ball? Like that's? So if viewing them, everybody on the same plane there, that's the beauty of team sports. And that's also the beauty of baseball, because baseball, more than any other sport, I would say outside of like hockey, you need the entire team working as a cohesive unit. Everybody needs to be doing their job and 100%. that's what I love about baseball. So yeah, your thoughts on that.
1: Well, that's what, that's, what's beautiful about it. Cause it's the fluidity and that's, so that's why I'm, I'm not concerned about, you know, college athletes in the culture because if, if you make it to the point of college athletics, you are, if you are not serious about the sport, you will, you will not survive. So it's it's the dudes who all survive who go all four years and make it through with each other like blood is thicker than water there's the, that that bond is unbreakable and even like like i'm not saying i love all my teammates but like damn right i would take a bullet for all of them like it's it's there's there's such a there's such a bond sports can bring and that's why i'm really sad because it's even worse – it's honestly even worse for the high school age than it is the college age because sports for them is not only competing at the rawest level and trying to get to the college level and maybe beyond that, but you learn you learn a lot about yourself as a person. You grow, you grow as a person through sports. Like, I am not the man I am today without the coaches I've had in my life, without the practices I've had to endure. And all your teammates have been through the same exact thing, so they get it. yeah, so when you look at them, you're not looking to see like what the color of their skin is or what they're wearing, or like you know what what their culture is. No, their culture is your culture. yep it's this is the task at hand. Let's go get something done so i've I have never stepped on a baseball field. I can honestly say, I've been mean, like, all right, this dude, like, oh. This dude, no. No, he can't be my teammate before I've even seen him
0: play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's how is that like that's that's just ridiculous. Like that's not that's not a democracy. Like everyone deserves a chance.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, that, that that's been uh yeah, my experience as well. It's just yeah, I, I view them as a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, and so I also know you've expressed your frustrations I would say with the transparency aspect. Do you feel like a college athlete right now? No,
1: not not whatsoever. I mean, literally you can't you can't be seen on if you're seen on an athletic facility beyond this point if it's not if it's not a team sponsored event they say you're likely you're likely gonna have to space a month a month suspension from the team. Wow! So, like, literally, it's it's not it's not that I feel like a student athlete. It's that I feel like I'm being told not to be a student athlete. So that's it's, weird. Right? <laughs> it's weird, man. Especially like Guilford's a small school, so like without baseball, like baseball took a large priority of my time last year. So like, I wake up. I go to class from nine to twelve, I get my homework done in hour, hour and a half, and then like, you know, I'll just drive down I'll drive down to a high school bias because like, you know, I'm not I'm not willing like most most student athletes, you know, have the competitive factor where they're not willing to accept not working since March. Mm-hmm. So as much as as much as I don't feel like a student athlete here, like I understand that I still have to go Go get my stuff done because I have that obligation to when the world hopefully does get back to normal like I need to be ready i I owe that to my teammates so it's just it's hard because when when you have to when you have to practice on your own outside of your own facilities that's when you kind of start realizing okay who really wants to be here yeah. and like but I can't even be mad at the fact that we maybe have, like, a 35% of our team to 45% of our team, like, working out and doing baseball stuff right now, but, like, I can't even be mad because there's so much other stuff going on that, like, you know, you, you may not necessarily have time in your day to find a random high school and go get some work in. so it's, you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt. You kind of have to, like, look at, everyone's situation and look at it through a different perspective and be like, you know what? I understand this because at this point it's basically wh- what you wherever you live, whatever your COVID restrictions are. And are you lucky enough to get a field somewhere? Are you lucky enough to own a bucket of baseballs? Are you yeah. lucky enough to have someone to go get working? Like not all of these things, not all of these things are easy for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how many People, would you say, on your team have even picked up a baseball since March?
1: <laughs> I'd say all of them. All of them, at least, played summer ball or okay. some sort of workout this March. So no one, so no one's cold, cold. But
0: mm-hmm. did you play summer so ball?
1: I did. I did.
0: How did that work?
1: You see, that's and that's another thing that just <laughs> frustrates me, man. Because if we if we really wanted to get it done, we could get it done. I played in. The MCBL this past summer, which is the Maryland Collegiate Baseball League, it's a subset to the Ripken. It's, a, it's not like just some random random town league. So, I mean, they, they were clear with us. They were like, okay, we're going to play. The umpires are going to wear masks. The infield umpire is going to stand right behind the pitcher's mound, and he's going to call balls and strikes. And if you're on base, you have to wear a mask. We said, okay, were there a couple COVID pop-ups in the league? There were a little bit. But they handled it. No team, no team had to drop out of the league. No team had to like go through a mass quarantine. Handled it. It's different when you get to college because then you have to worry about different states and like you know who's where and who's be seeing what. But it, if there is a way to do this, and that's what frustrates me because I, I had a great summer. I was really looking forward to come down. I was hoping we were gonna get to we were gonna get to roll with fall ball early, but. Now that I've seen how simple it is, that that league did a phenomenal job in keeping in touch with its players. Like we would hear from the league office every day. How come a summer ball league can do that but the NCAA can't? That's what angers me.
0: Did you did you have like testing that you had to go through? Did like was it you had to pay for your own tests or um, those? no
1: no. I mean they we we had a we had a pretest before the league, I think. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but we would fill out a survey every day, and it was just kind of like, be truthful about it. Like, we'll let we'll provide you the chance to play again, but if you're sick, don't come to the field today.
0: Yeah. So, I guess also on the testing aspect, did you have to test before coming back to school?
1: Uh, 100%. So, I, I got tested the day before I left for school. And it was a it was an instant test, so I got a negative. But even being, they still made me quarantine for two and a half days because I had a hundred degree fever after driving seven hours. Oh, I was wow. like, Look man, I promise you, I'm not sick. I just drove seven hours. Like they're they're not playing though. Like here here it's a 50 fifty dollar fine if you're not wearing a mask. Like if wow. you're caught if you're caught throwing a party with like more than eight people in your room, you're facing suspension. Like, they're not at least at Guilford. They're not messing around with with anything. Like, they're they're on it. It's not it's not the same environment that it was last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you have your own rooms, or is it multiple people? Um... So I live
1: I live in an apartment on campus so i've got like my own bedroom and stuff and then i share an apartment with two other dudes
0: okay okay all right yeah just wondering on that so you talked about how you don't even feel like a college athlete do you even feel like a college student because i know from my experience i certainly do not feel like a college student i'm taking classes right now i don't know if i'm learning anything and (laughs) i don't know what's your experience (laughs) so i will say it is it is nice
1: to at least Honestly, it's refreshing to have schoolwork again, because now I, like, have to, like, use my brain and, like, have to, like, think intelligently and try and learn how to further develop my thoughts and words, and, like, being able to work with people, like, on school stuff is actually refreshing, so, like, I feel like a student in that aspect, is the working stuff is definitely there, but as far as in in-person learning, like, I kind of miss having that one out of 15 teachers that I actually like and am interested in. Or like, I like being have to sit in the class and like being able to communicate and like truly valuing the concept of learning instead of now where I feel like it's just all about the letter grade. Cause like you wake up, you get on your Zoom call, all right, I'll find the, the test answers somewhere. We'll figure it out. So like that part is not great, but just the fact that at least at least I'm interacting with humans again and like yeah. <laughs> having to challenge myself to find find answers for things like that's always great.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you even have like an in person class or is it mostly just or is it all online?
1: So right now, or at least what Guilford does, they do they do a thing where you take one class in three weeks, and then you take however many 12-week classes you have, so I think, I think in my 12-week, I have two in-person classes, but it's, like, it's, like, synchronous, I think, so, like, some of it's online, some of it's in-person. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun to do again, but, like, right now, no. I've just got my one class today from 9 to 12, just hammered in there, watching movies, learning about leadership, and
0: other fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I just have uh, – I have four classes right now, and just one is in person. So, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, touch on, maybe at the major league level or still on the college level? I will ask you this.
1: So, yes. I'm loving – I'm loving this this 60 game MLB madness we've got going on, especially with teams dropping in and out like uh, COVID. Yeah, we're going to have to – we'll see you in a week and a half. You can resume your season. So I love it, dude. Like you have, I feel like everyone's competitive. Like even the bad teams, I'm not like looking at it like oh, it's August 27, and the O's are playing the Marlins today. I mean, probably gonna skip that game, but I mean the Marlins are on top of their division for a little bit, and they're progressing to the Marlins now. But like they're in second place in their division.
0: They're, yeah, they're they are a playoff team. Like. The, the the addition
1: the addition of the one and two at first I, I could not stand it i was like we are just handing playoff spots like you're not actually earning anything but i mean a march madness of baseball sounds intriguing to me man sixteen like, teams
0: man i i'm excited for the last two weeks of the season just to see what kind of craziness happens
1: <laughs> well think about so think about this so now that we've got sixteen teams. What's it gonna be like when the playoffs start, and the one seed gets to pick who they're playing? Do they? Yeah,
0: I thought they were just playing I, the eight I, seed.
1: I believe, unless I unless I'm completely mistaken, wild and wildly wrong, but I heard I heard Bauer talking about it on Bauer bites, and he was like, "If we get to pick the team, like, how's that gonna go? Because like, you have sixteen teams. Like, all right, so say." say the Yankees are the unanimous AL champion and they pick the twins, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay. Cause the past five playoff series, like the twins have been absolutely decimated by the Yankees. It's like, <laughs> what's the strategy in picking teams? And then are you going to get like with 16 teams? Like, am I going to like, I get to see maybe the mall and sneak a, a five game series win over the Dodgers. Like, like that that'd be pretty cool for the boys like, <laughs> no, i just
0: it. i just looked and uh it is just 1v8 2v7 3v4v5 um but the higher seed hosts all three games uh in that first gotcha, gotcha yeah gotcha um I, I think it was an idea that was floated hey if you're like the higher seed you can just pick who you play um but that is not gotcha. the case this season, at least. I don't know. I'm open for it to change. But I'm very excited for the last two weeks of the season. I've been talking about that mm-hmm. a lot. I I am very excited to just post what the playoff structure is now <laughs> versus what it will be in two weeks. I'm very excited 100%. for that. 100%. So do I, you – I'm ready sorry. for tiebreakers. I'm ready for all of it. <laughs> do you Do you keep the two teams per division in playoffs next year
1: in 162? I don't know if I, like – I don't know
0: if I like that just because it's so much longer and it's like you played 162 games. Yeah, you're a 500 team. You should not be in the playoffs. But in this season where it's like eh you can like five like teams still really haven't gotten their legs. Um <laughs> no. And so. that's the
1: thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like a college season like you play your, you play your 60 games. And that's why I'm okay with largening the playoff pool this year because, like, it's literally, like, regional. So you're getting, like, some of these second-place teams that may not necessarily be a real contender. Like, they could be the UMBC and sneak into the dance. And, like, you know, who's who's taking out the Dodgers drama one? Like, who's taken out the Yankees drama one? Like, that's what's intriguing because, like, the endless possibilities are there. Like, we've seen wildcard teams make these runs. like. Now we're we're letting more teams in to have even more Cinderella stories. So how can you not like that? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, The Orioles, I think, are close to a playoff spot. They were holding one for a while. That's your Orioles there. (laughs) Look, man, uh,
1: if the O's make the playoffs by any chance, I will go streaking across campus. Because that team You
0: heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Shut your not, eyes. <laughs> I thought I thought
1: I thought maybe twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is when we'll start like not loot not winning only fifty games, we'll win like sixty-five. And then by like twenty twenty two, like we'll have all the boys, like we'll have Adley, we'll have uh the kid Heston like we'll yep. be super nice. Like those are gonna be the twenty twenty two World Series champs. Like here and here first, <laughs> like we are we are reclaiming the mid Atlantic from all you weird Nationals fans. <laughs> By the way, I saw I saw some wild the other day that on the same date that the Nationals were nineteen and thirty one last year, they were whatever they they were here, which expanded out to one sixty two, is nineteen and thirty one.
0: Yeah, the only I problem can, is they're not winning. Any after that, they're supposed to be that winning. That is true. <laughs> I don't. I
1: don't think I could go go back to back years dealing with. Why are you not a Nats fan? Oh, so so cancerous in so many ways, having to listen to all of that.
0: Look, I hate bandwagon fans as much as the next guy, but for me, a guy who watches 150 games oh, a season, 100
1: yeah. percent, all attitude. Believe me, when I'm when I'm watching O's lose by nine every, every day, believe me, I, I understand the struggle. Cause I remember like most Nats fans now are like, I feel like are just getting into baseball. Cause I feel like a lot of Nats fans are like execs and like just people who like have business relationships that get them to be Nats fans. But like, if you really remember like post 2010s, Being in that zone wasn't the greatest thing in the world either. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely get the JFK days were probably a struggle.
0: Yeah, I the RFK Stadium. RFK, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yes, I do remember going to a game. I think two years ago at Nats Park, and there were people rolling up in like the third, fourth inning with like button downs and just like suits. Like what? Like come on.
1: Hopping off work, taking the Metro to go watch a ball game, man. Like, let's make it happen.
0: Yeah, like, these people just clearly didn't like baseball. They were just there because they got a free ticket or something. I don't know. Believe me, if, if you're seen in Camden
1: Yards, you're, you're a fan. You're a fan right now.
0: Yes, that is very true. <laughs> Granted, it's so no sad. allowed to be in.
1: <laughs> no one is allowed to be there right now. But, dude, it is so sad when I'm literally like, dang. We were in the ALCS in 2014, but then when I really think about it, 2014 was six years ago, but, like, I remember what Camden Yards was like then. It was always hopping. Uh-huh. Like, now, the last O's game I went to, I think that there are maybe 250 people in the stands, in which they did lose 21 or 22 to 3 to these Astros. but, like, Who's counting anyways? We lost by 31, so we can lose by 18.
0: Yeah, here's a question for <laughs> you. How much money would you spend to go to one game this year in person? <sighs> I would spend $500. <laughs> I'd
1: drop some coin, especially if we're talking the playoffs. Ooh. <laughs> I, if we're talking the playoffs, I'd probably drop a G.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, I I just want to be at a game. I don't care if it's six hours and the final score is one nothing. Like, Oh, I, no, dude. <laughs> like, being at a baseball, like a
1: baseball stadium, like a palace would be so awesome. Just yeah. watching dudes, like, the masters of their craft, just, oh, it's crazy, dude. There's nothing back in, like, watching it. You know when you're watching greatness, and it's just – It'd be it'd be super fun to be able to go to a live sporting event right now and be like, Oh, Clev's Clev's seven scoreless with no hits. Like the the thought's always there, man. Like it's always the raw excitement of raw sports. I think I think I would probably take all my my have fun money for school and just take all of it and I would <laughs> exchange that for a playoff ticket.
0: Yes, nothing quite like a playoff game, even if you're the only one no, there. Man.
1: Even <laughs> if you're the only one there, I miss <laughs> 100%. it,
0: hundred percent. Yeah, that's all the questions I have.
1: That's all I've got, man. I mean, I I appreciate coming on. I feel like I feel like you you were a bit of a vent source for me because I feel like I feel like there hasn't been no one's really asked about like what a college student like a college student athlete's perspective is right now so like it's just it's refreshing to be able to have a platform where I can like get that message across because there I know there are there are other kids here who think like this so it was definitely fun to talk about like I love getting it out there and I think I think we have similar thoughts on what's going on right now like I think everyone's just trying to find a way to like find a path to get out of whatever this madness is that we're in right now
0: yep 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 yeah there's there's an answer out there somewhere and i think it involves a lot of people getting on the same boat hopefully man hopefully hopefully sooner rather than later yes sir yes sir all right well thank you so much pat another great episode thank you so much for coming back on and we'll get you back on Uh, Once you get news about (laughs) what your season's looking like.
1: (laughs) I appreciate it, man. I'll keep you posted. All right. Thank you so much.